G'day, I'm Morgan Evans, and welcome to Selkirk On Serve, a pickleball podcast presented by Selkirk Sport. Joining me are a couple of blokes that I've known uh, maybe three years. They're two guys that really changed my life. They, they took me in as family. I, I feel like they're family, and but not the kind of family that you know, you never want to see at Christmas. Uh, these two send me lots of stuff, and I usually like the stuff they send me. So I'm a huge fan of these guys. They are the founders of Selkirk Sport. Rob and Mike Barnes. Thanks, Morgan, for having us. It's great to be here. Yeah, yeah, great to talk to you. Seems like it's been weeks since I've spoken to you. Always a pleasure. Mike, give us your perspective on, on just how far pickleball has come in both the recreation and a professional sense. Yeah, pickleball, just even from when we first started four years ago, we've seen huge growth in pickleball as both a recreational and professional sport. When we first got into it, um, we, you know, we went to our local Croc Community Center, played there, had a blast. Uh, that was probably eight years ago when we first started playing pickleball. And, you know, it was a lot of fun. But um, today the sport has definitely changed and uh, matured, and we see a huge professional aspect to it, uh, whether that's, you know, larger endorsement contracts, more prize money in tournaments and just athletes, so true athletes focusing on improving their game and uh, being the best they can be at a sport they're dedicated to. I remember the days when you guys were out there doing battle. That was, that was fun to watch. So a, a quick follow-up question, and it is the, uh, the million-dollar question that gets, gets asked a lot to pros and coaches if and, and when do you think pickleball could make uh, make it as far as, say, the Olympics? Yeah, so we, we, we think it's really close. I mean, getting into the Olympics is very complex. Usually you have to have multiple countries participating at a high level in the sport. But especially with Indian Wells hosting the Nationals this, uh, this year uh, in 2018, that is huge. That's one of the, the largest things and probably going to make one of the biggest impacts in the sport to professionalize it, bring more sponsors within the sport and supporting the athletes and the, the venues and tournaments um, and getting us one step closer to get it into the Olympics. Yeah, Like, like Rob said, the really the biggest thing is, is just getting additional countries on board with the sport to where they're, they're going to want to send athletes to compete in the Olympics. Um, you know, what, one thing that's probably a little bit closer on the horizon is uh, when the Olympics are in the U.S. is the host country can choose a sport to uh, display to the rest of the world. And you know, that could be pickleball. That's not a for sure thing, but I know there's definitely a lot of people in the industry working towards that, and that would be very exciting indeed. Yeah, I tell you, if, uh, if Spikeball gets in there before pickleball, then I'm, I'm going to be a little concerned. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, look, it'll be an exciting time, and it's certainly going to be my best chance of competing in uh, the Olympics for Australia. I think I've got a fairly good opportunity there. It's not too many of us floating around. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Rob, could you tell us a little bit about Selkirk, how, how you got started in pickleball, and, and where the company has really grown in today's market? Selkirk was founded by myself, Rob, Mike, our dad, Jim Barnes, and then my father-in-law, Russell Heisman. Um, at the time, we were actually players before we even founded the company. Uh, and just as we were playing, 
there just wasn't really any brand or product out there that had a performance aspect or really kind of met our needs uh, from a performance um, arena or uh, just from a branding, something that we could get behind. So we started researching just what it would take to get in the sport, develop a product. Um, we entered, uh, we learned a lot, and it just over time we became extremely passionate for the sport, and now where we're at, where we're kind of the performance and uh, premium brand within the space, growing that category and just pushing the sport forward in technology. Mike, can you can you detail for us just a little bit about the impact of, of tennis on um, professional pickleball? Absolutely. Tennis has certainly had its impact on pickleball. Um, and, and really, we, we see pickleball and tennis being sister sports, just like you have, um, you know, skiing and snowboarding. They're, they're similar, but different, and maybe a little bit different culture, a little bit different um, attributes of each sport that have their uh, benefits. And pickleball is certainly on a easier to pick up. It's on a smaller court, a little bit more social than tennis tends to be. But we're seeing a lot of tennis players coming over playing pickleball because of that. And also vice versa, people who get into pickleball because it's easier and then also enjoying tennis with family and friends. So we definitely see them as sister sports that complement each other. We see a lot of um, uh, pro shops and resorts and facilities adopting both tennis and pickleball because they're so complementary. And then in terms of as a professional sport, tennis has impacted pickleball tremendously just with the athletes. You see a lot of the top athletes, uh, yourself, Morgan, of course, is a, a great tennis player. Uh, Tyson McGuffin, the reigning national and U.S. Open champion, is a tennis player. Um, that's his background. So you see a lot of tennis athletes coming into pickleball and doing very well and enjoying this sport, as well as seniors who play tennis for a long time, but now tennis is a little harder on their knees, so they're entering into pickleball, a little bit easier um, alternative. Okay, so Rob, I'm, I'm curious, could you elaborate a little bit on Selkirk's uh, role in, in driving player compensation and, uh, and the marketing at the professional level? I enjoy it as um, one of the Selkirk players, um, as do the rest of the, the team. But um, just for our listeners, could you sort of outline a bit more about that? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So our, our goal overall is to grow the sport. And as we grow the sport and get more eyeballs on the sport, uh, players will be just become more valuable overall. And, and we're one of the few brands that treat athletes, especially our top-tier athletes like yourself, as personal brands. And we treat them as such in the, in the marketplace. And we want to, to bring a, a professional athletic image to the sport to kind of get past the name pickleball right like some people think that's negative we think it's protected the sport but we don't think we need to change the name we need to we need to make we need to make that mean that name pickleball means something and and our goal is to really professionalize and change the image to more of an athletic um, look uh, in the sport and if we do all that that's really going to drive player competition overall if we if we build the sport uh, and, and one of the key ways we do that is our prize pool which is basically uh, for the major tournaments we pay out for the major medals uh, much larger than the actual tournament itself is paying out and that allows us to take that win like we did with Tyson McGuffin and leverage it in the marketplace with our brand 
um, to build our personal brand and also that athlete's brand, which will continue the cycle of raising compensation across the board and also bring in major entities um, outside of pickleball to endorse these players as well because of their professional image in the sport. So you feel like this is um, kind of a chicken and the egg scenario where introducing more money will uh, have an impact of more money being attracted to the sport and therefore you know, raising the profile of the game? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you mentioned spike ball earlier. Sometimes people wonder why um, you know, more networks aren't picking up uh, the, the sport of pickleball, like whether ESPN or whatnot. And really it, what it comes down to is there needs to be sponsors. And some sports have those. Um, our sport is, is not quite there yet. I think USAPA is doing a lot of work to get more major sponsors. Uh, their deal with Indian Wells is going to be huge for the sport in that respect as well, and getting it major networks and more major coverage. Uh, so really we just need more eyeballs on the sport, more major sponsorship. Like you said, that's just going to create a flywheel effect and should uh, increase viewership overall. Yeah, if, me, if in my lifetime we're, we're on uh, ESPN, the Ocho, then uh, I'll be very happy, possibly watching myself at the Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, with the growth of pickleball, um, there seems to be some, you know, some great business opportunities in the game. We've talked about that a little bit. Could you explain a little bit uh, about the opportunities as it pertains to local communities, uh, sports facilities, pro shops, you know, retailers around the country? You know, that's why we got into the sport initially. Is we saw it was a, a great sport, a great culture to be a part of um, in, a, in an industry that's growing. And as it's growing, it's attracting um, more businesses to it across the board. So local communities, of course, are investing. You see the growth rate of courts in the USA, and it's, it's really skyrocketing, which is awesome because communities, they want to be able to provide uh, their people with activities in parks and outlets uh, to have fun. And pickleball is one of those excellent ways that's affordable for the family to go out there and have fun. So local communities are investing. It makes a lot of sense, uh, a lot of sense for sports facilities where maybe they already have tennis um, in their facility, but they want a, additional revenue. They can just add a pickleball court, and, and you can get four pickleball courts on one tennis court, and that's an additional revenue stream for them that isn't a lot of extra work to add on. And you also see pro shops and retailers, uh, major ones such as Dick's Sporting Goods, Academy, Big Five. Um, they're picking up Selkirk products. They're picking up other brands. Um, as this industry grows, they're going to keep improving their pickleball selection, which is, is great for the growth of the sport as well because it's getting pickleball more exposure. And then also we see a lot of teachers who are getting involved in pickleball. Pickleball is finally getting to the point where you can have pickleball pros who are going around teaching pickleball and making a living off of it and that's just awesome and uh, the, the more opportunity business-wise there is more there's going to be individuals who are starting businesses whose focus is to grow pickleball because if they grow pickleball they're growing their industry and that's something we see as well I mean we're very focused and understand the importance of um, helping pickleball grow both numbers wise both as and as a professional sport and that, that will come back eventually to us as, as our uh, company grows, but it's awesome to see the growth and see the opportunity be, that's being created that many are taking advantage of. All right, well, given the, the growth of the game and as a, as a teacher myself, can, can you speak a little about the impact on um, teachers in both pickleball and tennis? 
also just due to growth, there's more clients, and especially because a lot of the clients are in kind of the baby category. They have a little bit more expendable income, um, and they're, they're, this is a lot of times their one sport, and overall equipment-wise is pretty inexpensive. So a lot of them are putting their money into going to camps and learning, wanting to learn pickleball, and, and because it's such an addictive sport, they're addicted to learning as well different techniques. And what that does for teachers as well is it gives them a clientele that they can then focus on and also expend their energies in developing uh, developing uh, more pickleball-specific uh, curriculum um, and also techniques to, to teach players as well. So we're seeing, uh, because of that, uh, the impact for teachers is there's a lot of clients out there that and and. Uh, that fold is just growing more and more every day, and then it's allowing teachers to kind of move more into pickleball and um, spend energy in building curriculum, which will elevate the the level of play overall. Like I'll use Tyson McGuffin as an example. He he uh, lives in our hometown. He started training most of the people here, and just overnight we saw everyone almost go up a half level that worked with them. Uh, because they had a professional teacher that had a curriculum that knew what he was doing, like yourself, and and just uh, just increase the level of play across the board, um, and then that allows those the people that their level of play increased, it makes them more hungry and they keep coming back for more. So I think for teachers, it's going to be a great business long term. All right, one final question, Mr. Mike. To give us your insight on where the where the sport goes from here and and what's it going to take to to get us to the next level absolutely you know i think since we got into this sport we've we've really seen it transition from being just a game to a sport a professional sport um, that people take serious and you know that's that's where the sport is continuing to grow is it's growing in its professionalism uh, growing in its um um, reach as well. I remember when we first got into it and we'd say, hey, have you ever heard of pickleball? vast majority of people had never heard of pickleball before. But now when I ask that question, I would say um, the majority, over 50%, have heard of pickleball and in a lot of cases even played it. And, and that's awesome. So what what's we've been doing so far to grow the sport is what we need to keep doing, keep increasing the professionalism, um, you know, sharing it with your friends and family, sharing videos on social media and just letting people know about this great sport and also just getting behind the different movements uh, that are helping grow the professionalism such as the USAPA uh, with Indian Wells which should do a dramatic job to uh, increase pickleball's exposure uh, to the world and as we continue to grow and everyone shares how much they love this sport and everybody uh, is so passionate about it I think it's just bound to stay on its growth trajectory. Gentlemen, it's been a uh, it's been an absolute pleasure having you on. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, thank you, Morgan. Appreciate it. Cheers for listening to Selkirk Unserve. You've been great. I've been Morgan. Tune in next time.